بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Before we begin, I'd like to ask you all a question. As Muslims, we've declared our belief in Allah, in His oneness, and in the finality of Prophet Muhammad wasallam. We've declared our belief that He is the final Prophet, He is our guide, our role model, so on and so forth. Now the question, rather the questions that I'd like to ask you, uh, do we really love him? And if we do, how do we manifest our love for him? And secondly, after declaring our love and acceptance of him being our prophet, on what basis is he the perfect role model for us? Because that's what we all believe or we claim to believe, right? That he is the perfect role model for us. So I'd like you to really think about these questions and draw a conclusion because I'm your host and this is episode one of Between His Shoulder Blades, the podcast. I can boldly say that Prophet Muhammad holds a place that none other could ever hope to claim. Send salawat when we invoke his name, hope and pray to be blessed with his presence in heaven and see the seal of prophethood right there between his shoulder blades. And welcome back to episode one of Between His Shoulder Blades, the podcast. Now you've all had a moment to think about the questions that I've asked you. And I'm sure many of you have formulated an answer. So what I'd like you to do is go over to our Instagram page at Between His Shoulder Blades. Follow us and share your answer or your thoughts with me, whether that be through a direct message, whether that be through your stories. Make sure you tag our page on your story. And inshallah, we can get a conversation going about how we feel about Prophet Muhammad as our role model. How you connect with him how others can connect with him, and so we can get a, a buzz going about Prophet Muhammad So, today we're going to be discussing a number of questions or points related to Prophet Muhammad. We're going to be discussing why Prophet Muhammad is the perfect role model. And we'll be comparing him as an influencer with the social media influencers of today. And then we'll be discussing how do we do justice to him if we've identified him as our role model so now we live in a world of consumerism we live in a world of individualism where everyone makes their own decisions has their own choice in life so on and so forth having said that ultimately we will follow someone we will, in a sense, copy someone, whether that be our friends, whether that be our family members, whether that be society, whether that be a football team, whether that be a specific celebrity. We're being influenced throughout our lives. 
So the decisions that we actually make aren't decisions that we've made by ourselves. There's been external factors that have impacted the decisions that we make. So now, if we reflect on the question that Prophet Muhammad is he and why is he the perfect role model? As Muslims, we'd assume and we'd believe that the reason why he is the perfect role model is because Allah has told us. And he actually has. In the Quran, Allah has mentioned, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا That verily, for you, in the Prophet Muhammad in the Messenger of Allah, is the most perfect of examples. أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا The best of examples. The most exemplary of models, so to speak. So Allah is stating this in the Quran, loud and clear that he is the best example for you. Now, the question that would follow is, why? Why is he the best role model for us? And Allah does touch upon this in the Quran. He says, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ He says, Indeed, a messenger has come to you from amongst yourselves. Why is that important? Why is it important? Why is Allah emphasizing that He has sent a messenger, He has sent a prophet from amongst us, meaning who is human and from within us, from our own species, so to speak? The reason is because firstly, we are able to identify who he is. We know his lineage and his genealogy, his forefathers, so on and so forth. And the scholars are in agreement that his genealogy can be confirmed up until Adnan, who was one of the descendants of Ismail alayhi salam. Now there's some ikhtilaf, there's some disagreement whether Adnan was a direct offspring of Ismail or whether he was a descendant. By the way, this is approximately between Adnan and Prophet Muhammad there's approximately 20 to 21 generations. And this has been confirmed, it has been memorized by many people. So one benefit is that no one can ever say that Prophet Muhammad didn't exist. <laughs> this is confirmation that he existed and he was on this earth because his lineage confirms it. And the second benefit is that by being given a prophet from amongst ourselves, he can set the standard for us. If he was an angel, there would be no comparison between an angel and a human. But him being from the human race, he was able to set a standard for us, a standard which we can hope to and aim to match, a standard which we can hope to, in a sense, um, how would I put it into appropriate words? Hmm. Yeah, in a sense, match and draw an equivalent to something that we can aim for, something that's realistic. And what's interesting is, is that 
Allah says in the Quran, speaking to Prophet Muhammad giving his his direct mandate as a prophet, he says, "Ya ayyuhan nabiyyu inna arsalnaka shahidan wa mubashiran wa nadhira wa da'iyan ila Allah bi'idhnihi wa sirajan munira." Allah is telling Muhammad specifically, "O oh Nabi, O oh Prophet, you know, indeed you have been sent, indeed we have sent you, and he gives him a list of 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 protocol and mandate that he must follow in the sense that he is going to be a warner, he is going to be a bringer of glad tidings, he is an invite to Allah by by Allah's permission himself. And then Allah says that he is Sirajun Munir. He is a luminous lamp. Now here, at this point, I'm going to share a nice little, a, a nice little analogy. Now, if Allah had said that Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam was, you know, a shamsun munir, a luminous sun, if we want to comprehend the sun with our very eyes, it's very difficult to look at the sun directly. We squint. We need sunglasses. However. We can easily comprehend and visualize and look at a glowing lantern, a glowing lamp. Likewise, the Prophet Muhammad as an example, was someone that we could comprehend and understand with our own eyes. The same way we can understand and comprehend and visualize the lamp. He's not like the sun, which is very difficult for us to understand and comprehend. Secondly, the sun, with all of its sunshine and all of its heat that it emits, we are unable to collect that heat and use that sunlight and heat to heat up something else. We are unable to share the heat and the sunlight, in a sense. Whilst the light inside a lit lantern or a lamp, we can use that same flame to ignite another lamp, ignite another lantern. And those lit lanterns and lamps or candles can be used to ignite other lanterns, so on and so forth. So using one lit lantern or lamp, we can ignite many lanterns. And these lanterns that are ignited have the quality to go and ignite many other lanterns, so on and so forth. Likewise, the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, he came with a light. He came with this deen. And he enlightened and ignited the hearts and minds of his companions who then took this light from their hearts and their minds and they ignited and lit the hearts and minds of the people that they gave this da'wah to. And this is how this religion has spread and reached us. Now, let's look at it from another angle. Let's put the confirmation from the Qur'an to one side, let's look at it from a non-religious or an academic, so to speak, angle or perspective. Now what we need to understand is that Prophet Muhammad beyond being a messenger, he had many other roles and responsibilities on this earth. Prophet Muhammad he was a multifaceted personality. He wasn't just a messenger slash prophet. He was a father. He was a leader. He was a judge. He was a scholar. He was an imam. He was a nephew. He was a grandson. He was a friend. He was a son, a statesman, teacher, businessman.
there's so many different spheres of Prophet Muhammad to mention. Community worker, military strategist, commander, coach, mentor, so on and so forth. And at the same time, through all of these roles that he played on this earth, he experienced many life events. Death, marriage, war, politics, birth, economic crisis, social marginalization, so on and so forth. And what comes with these experiences comes emotion. Happiness, sorrow, love, envy, controversy, pain, ease, loss, gain. And the list continues. Now the amazing thing is, is that each and every one of us, myself and yourself, we will fall into one of these categories at some point in our life. We will be a son or a daughter. We will be, inshallah, a spouse, a friend. We will be a grandson or granddaughter, maybe a niece or nephew. And also many of us are involved in professions which are similar to the professions that Prophet Muhammad or the roles that Prophet Muhammad took. For example, some of us may be teachers, some of us may be community workers, some of us may be merchants or businessmen, some of us may be some form of coach or mentor, some of us may be involved in politics. Now the experiences that Prophet Muhammad encountered on earth will match the experiences that we have. And also, the emotions that he faced, we will face and encounter and experience these same emotions. We will face death. We will, many of us will face marriage. We are experiencing war. We know politics. We're experiencing politics. We're experiencing birth, economic crisis. All of these different spheres and experiences of Prophet Muhammad we're experiencing exactly the same things in our lives. Likewise, the emotions. Happiness, sorrow, we all feel these emotions. So now, Prophet Muhammad has demonstrated to us how we can overcome and how we deal with all of these experiences, these emotions and these different roles and responsibilities we take in life. He's demonstrated them to us through his sunnah. And this is what Allah means when Allah says, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ a prophet has come, verily a prophet has come from amongst you who has experienced the same thing you're experiencing, who has felt the emotions that you're feeling and who has faced and bared the burden of the responsibilities that you are facing. He's experienced them all himself. And so he's demonstrated to us how to overcome and how to deal with all of these different experiences, emotions and roles and responsibilities that we face. Now this connects to the second question, which is the influence of Prophet Muhammad compared to the influence of the social media influences that we have in this day and age. And the main discrepancy, the main difference is, well there's many differences, the one that stands out for me is that modern day influences 
do not care how they portray themselves. Think about the controversy and scandals that revolve around many social media influencers. This is the catalyst for them to bring in followers. Whilst Prophet Muhammad he took this mandate, he took this protocol and the concept that he is going to be followed by people who he will meet and won't meet and he lived up to it. He fulfilled his mandate. Whilst the social media influencers of today aren't fulfilling it, they've been given an opportunity to impact the lives of people positively. Only they themselves know if they're having a direct positive impact on people's lives. Whilst without a shadow of a doubt, Prophet Muhammad Wasallam has had an impact and will have an impact on every single person who encounters his teachings, his sunnah, his tradition, and this, this deen of ours. Now this revolves around the ayah that I had already mentioned, يَا أَيُّهَا النَّبِيُّ إِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ شَاهِدًا وَمُبَشِّرًا وَنَذِيرًا وَدَاعِيًا إِلَى اللَّهِ بِإِذْنِهِ وَسِرَاجًا مُنِيرًا That Allah is laying down the protocol and mandate of Prophet Muhammad as a witness, bringer of glad tidings, a warner, an inviter to Allah and a luminous lantern. And Prophet Muhammad he lived up to it. He fulfilled them. He knew that this is what is expected of me and he fulfilled this mandate. Social media influencers of today, they either know their mandate, they know the impact that they can have on people's lives and they aren't having a positive impact or they just don't know the mandate and the mantle and the pedestal that they're upon. Now we go to our third point of discussion which is how to do justice to Prophet Muhammad after we've identified him as the perfect role model and the sole individual who should be imitated and followed. So each person, each of you, will have a different relationship with Prophet Muhammad And that all depends upon your own person, your own character, the type of person you are. Your outlook on life. Your own individual specific personality. That will dictate the relationship that you have with Prophet Muhammad Because the companions themselves, they had varying relationships with him. For example, Abu Bakr and Umar They had specific relationships with him. As friends, first and foremost. And secondly as father-in-laws to him. And then we may have other companions, for example, Huzaifa ibn al-Yaman, who was the secret keeper of Prophet Muhammad So each companion had their own personal relationship with him. Likewise, we will have the same. And again, this is based on the type of person you are, which sphere of Prophet Muhammad you can connect with mostly, which emotions and experiences that you've gone through match the experiences of Prophet Muhammad So through these avenues, find your relationship with him. Connect back to him through your own experiences, 
roles and responsibilities and emotions that you've faced. That way you can build a personal relationship with him and you will appreciate him to be who he is through that personal connection. Because even though Prophet Muhammad hasn't seen us, he hasn't seen you, he hasn't seen me, he made dua for us as he was returning back to Allah. He called us his brothers. Now a brother is someone who you generally would have a very intimate relationship with. A very close, tightly knit connection and relationship. Now how do we build that relationship? It is through these avenues that I've said. Through the experience he had and the experience that you have build that connection. Through the roles and responsibilities you have in life and through the roles and responsibilities he had in life build that connection. Through the emotions that he felt and the emotions that you are feeling or have felt build that connection. Another way, very simple way is to read his seerah. Read about his life story. And this is the main reason why I started this podcast. To connect the ummah back to Prophet Muhammad wasallam, To connect the ummah back to his seerah, to his life, to his biography. Because in the community and in the Islamic seminaries, I've noticed and I've experienced that seerah is a very insignificant subject an insignificant discipline with regards to academic studies. However, from my own personal experiences and reading, I found that if there's any way you're going to connect a person to this deen, it is through the life of Prophet Muhammad And this is why I started this podcast. With the intention of reconnecting the Ummah back to the seerah of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Hence why I beseech you all to make dua that Allah accepts this venture, this initiative and makes it a means to reconnect all those who have become disconnected to reconnect them back to the seerah of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And that this initiative becomes a catalyst to revive the study and the interest of the seerah in the hearts and minds and actions of this ummah, insha'Allah. And insha'Allah, we are going to go on a journey, and I'd like you all to be part of this journey, insha'Allah, where we will be discussing the seerah of Prophet Muhammad from different angles, different viewpoints, different perspectives, and we'll be having guests from all walks of life. I'll be inviting scholars, teachers, businessmen, mothers, anyone and everyone who has used the seerah of Prophet Muhammad to add relevance and inspiration to their life. And by all means, you are all welcome to contact me and let me know that you'd like to come onto the podcast and share your views and your insights. This is your podcast and I want the listeners to benefit not from myself. I want you all to benefit from each other inshallah. I'll be having giveaways, competitions, and so much more, inshallah, inshallah. So I beseech you all to make dua and continue with me on this journey. I know we've just started, but long may it continue, inshallah, with your duas, bi'ithnillah. And that is episode one of Between His Shoulder Blades, the podcast.